interrogation of a hip-hop album where we take some of the culture's most beloved hip-hop albums put them on the stand see if they stood the test of time now let's see who we got on the stand today welcome welcome to another episode of rap in order i'm first class reg and i'm sorry mb how you feeling today bro i'm feeling good man um you know the holidays are upon us mariah carey has you know it's come out season. of the house. Yes, that season, man. It's just mm-hmm. my favorite time of the year i kind of skip thanksgiving go straight to christmas yeah 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 i usually do too well I mean, you about to have something for Thanksgiving that I'm coming to that you kind of have. You kind of low-key have something every year yeah, yeah, at the yeah. house. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I do bros giving. Yeah. So I'm going to be here for that. Yeah. Watch wrestling with the bros. Yeah. Um, I just came back from Texas, which was cool. Felt a little weird being out there without y'all. I went to Gus's Fried Chicken. Oh, man. Yeah. you. <laughs> um, which, is, which is always great. Almost got a new tattoo. What stopped you? Our boy Austin wasn't there. Oh, man. Why? Yeah. Where he was at? I don't know. Like, I, I went, because I just stopped by. I stopped by with my brother. Um, Shout out to Z. I stopped by with him because I was going to just do, like, get one on a whim. And um, the dude that we usually see when we go for South by Southwest, he wasn't there. So I didn't want to, like, break the tradition and get it with somebody else. No, I definitely get that. I yeah. mean, if I ever... Do get a second tattoo, <laughs> uh, which I'm, which is crazy. Like I'm actually surprised you don't have more tattoos. It's hard. Is that's a that's a that's a permanent decision, bro. Yeah, it is. It's a permanent decision. But I know how you are as far as like when you start on a trail or some shit. It's like all right, you all about it. Yeah, but like nah, but I I guess it's like those things like aren't on your, like your body. <clears throat> So yeah, it's just true. like, it's something that like, is very like, you know, I'm very particular about that. So nah, yeah, we gonna, we gonna I mean, it. shit. Do you want to know what I was thinking about getting as my second tattoo? I was thinking about getting fucking Reptar from fucking Rugrats. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So that's see what I'm crazy. saying? Imagine if I went through with that. <laughs> nah, you would actually, you would go with somebody though. Nobody, nobody that you go with would let you get Reptar. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I'm yeah. just saying, like I told Sarah that she was like. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, bro. You can't. You can't get reptar. You can get reptar pajamas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I See, I, I, I got the socks and shit like that. Yeah, but that's what go. I'm saying. Like, because I was like, oh, I will get something from my childhood. I love the rugrats. Yeah. Nah. See, <laughs> see nah. what I'm saying? Nah. Fuck reptar. All right. So today we're gonna get into um this album from this artist that you know has only been. We talked about him enough. He's only been on the incline in his career. Um, this album in particular kind of showcase where he was going um, creatively. And I think up until this point, a lot of people didn't take his artistry um, as serious as he wanted them to. So I think he he approached this album in a way that uh, that was out to prove that he was here to stay and he had something else that he wanted to offer. Um, and I'm talking about Flower Boy and I'm talking about Tyler, the creator. Um, this album for him came out in 2017. It was... Uh, of course, as all Tyler, the creator albums, it was written and arranged by him, but you also had some very great features on here. You had Wayne on here. You had Frank Ocean. You had Steve Lacey. Um, so I think the direction that he wanted to go with this album, it was less about 
the lyrics because I think he tried to prove that to us early on that he could rap with Goblin and everything. But with this album, this album was more so focused on him as a producer, but you still had some bars. Yeah, I was here. about to say, like, yeah, I, yeah. there was no lack of bars yeah. on this project. I think he just upped the ante with his production and his instrumentation. Um, and it's a very well-rounded album, in my opinion. And um, and it, and it's a step up for him creatively, for sure. Agreed. What did you think about this album? I know off mic you said um, it kind of got jumbled in. With, yeah, um, I missed this. Yeah. So, because... Cherry Bomb came out, right? And, like, I was, like, really into the whole Cherry Bomb thing that he was doing. And, like, I saw him perform, like, that project live. And then this album came out, and, like, I don't know... I don't know what was going on. 2017 was just, like, a, a, a weird year, right? Mm-hmm. And then he put out the Grinch soundtrack. So, like, I was, like... And then I got into the Grinch soundtrack. I just completely skipped Flower Boy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I just kept progressing on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I listened to the other projects that he released after that. And... What I realized is is that like I needed to like you know refresh it, but it's like the the radio singles that he had was so big like I knew them mm-hmm. and I heard them and I think like that's why like I just because I was like all right I got the gist of the project mm-hmm. and like the radio singles was so good and so popular and then he was at Co- he was at the, the the Beyonce Coachella he performed at that one right mm-hmm. so like I saw him perform. And everything, so it just everything just felt regular. Like it felt, okay. no, it felt like I didn't miss out on Flower Boy, but I mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And I like, so I was actually really kind of like pleased to like go back and listen to this. And like, um, I got I got some thoughts, man, because I, I think I think he's he's uh he's he's running a lot of circles around some of these guys. Man. Yeah, and I think and just to go back to what you said about 2017, I just wanted to bring up the this list here of all the action pack like it was an action pack year for hip hop. Yeah. Like so many big releases. You had you Damn are. from from Kendrick. Yeah. Four 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 from Hove. Uh More Life, the playlist from uh-huh. from Drake. Two Chains, you had Migos Culture debut. Yeah. Cultures. I I'm looking at this list and I'm like, oh I absolutely know why yeah. I missed Flower yeah. Boy because like Future dropped those two projects that mm-hmm. year. Right? Hendrix and Future. Right. Um let's see. It's an album came out that year. Yep. Right, mm-hmm. uh, Meek Mill's wins and losses without warning came out that year. Yeah, it was a lot of big releases in 2017. Yeah. Uh, Love is Rage came out that year. Yeah, right. Yeah, so there's a lot of projects that came out that like kind of like took up my time. Shit, <laughs> Logic's yeah. everybody came out that a year. A lot of a lot of great releases. I think um I think around this time too, and I have my friend shout out to Manny. Like he when this when this album came out. He was so about this album and like he bought the merch and everything like that. And I was into Tyler. Like I was I was in tune with what Tyler was doing, but it just wasn't to that level yet. Like I, and I think um it wasn't until like I checked every Tyler project, but it wasn't until Igor came out that I was like, all right, what he's doing right now is super different from what he was doing in the beginning. Cause because Goblin was like a completely different motive, like mm-hmm. it, like what he did with this album and with Igor and even with um call me call me if you get lost was all about him, shaping him as an artist. Um, and I, what I really like, and I think that if you're an iconic artist, right, the the a sign of an iconic artist is you reinventing yourself every project. Mm-hmm. So there's there's certain artists that like do this, and um, I think it's like pretty prominent. Or like they have like errors, right? 
you got Michael Jackson, you got Prince, you got Madonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not comparing him to these people, like guys, but like as far as becoming like a huge pop artist, this is what happens, right? Mm-hmm. So you have those, you have those artists, right? And then, you know, you kind of have some like when you look at back at like Nas's career, like you got like the Illmatic era, you got the the Esco, the, the, the Willie, the Nas Escobar era, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have. The Godson era, like you have, like the you know the Nostradamus era, like there's certain significant like eras in like an artist's artist career where like you can like look back and be like, oh, that era for that artist like is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like since Cherry Bomb, like Tyler's like kind of like been like on like this like this like on an elevator just going up, and he yeah. hasn't even stopped yet. And I think also like he's really been challenging himself because like some of like his like favorite. Some of his his biggest inspirations are like the people who have like leaned on him for inspiration. Like you're not gonna tell me that Pharrell and Kanye West don't like look at him as like the the bar. Yeah, and like fear. I th- I just think that Tyler Tyler doesn't care enough to to seriously be competitive. But I think like if Tyler wanted to, like he he could he could. He he gives them a run from their money, especially especially the Neptunes. Like I know like Kanye is inspiration to him, but like I know that he I, I feel like easily and he's already pro- I think he proved it once he like got tapped to the Grinch soundtrack mm-hmm. that like he he can he can make us forget about Pharrell. I think so. I know some people might be like Tori and you bugging, but I think if Tyler really, really buckled down and gave a fuck and started producing for other artists. I think that's what he's on that, that. I think that's the path he's on right now, though. Right, and then also, all right, and then I'll, I'll say another thing for my to to back up my argument. Right, what he did with our, the collection, the collection of our future, the collection of artists that came out of that group. All right, and he was kind of like the 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 orchestrator of all of that. Like mm-hmm. he kind of orchestrated everyone coming together, getting the internet together, getting the internet in in that run with them. Yeah. Get a Frank in that. Like, he didn't just get niggas that rapped. Yeah. Like, he got, like, musicians mm-hmm. to come and, like, fuck with him. Like, all these kids from the West Coast and be together. And, and artists that is still, like, prominent to right. this day. And, like, and it's like, we're still, like, five number, like, all right, now, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for a minute, like, like, Frank Ocean had his, had his, uh, had his moment. Sid had a moment. Steve Lacey's having his moment now. Mm-hmm. Earl had his mo- moment, right? Um, Casey Veggies had his moment. Mm-hmm. Vince Staples was like, I think he came around like later, but like he was around, but like he was around. But that was that circle. Right. That was that circle. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that like shit, even like Taco just being around, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Taco's what, an actor what, now. Right. What Taco yeah. has turned into now, I just think that like Tyler had the vision for a lot of shit. Yeah. And I think that like Tyler is just humble, but like, when when he gets like into like uh his his later thirties and shit like that, like I really feel like we're going to be talking about Tyler in like a different way because like right now like people still talk about like, like he's a little kid, <clears throat> but yeah. like nah like he's 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 definitely he's definitely the Pharrell what people would deem the Pharrell of his generation in my opinion like yeah. the Pharrell Kanye West mixture or whatever like that mm-hmm. you know I think um and I think you're right about a lot of what you said I think. With Tyler, the only thing is, um, also like you said, a lot of people still view him as um, as young. Yeah, and he's been trying to break out of that for a minute, and I think he's on the right path because what he's gonna keep doing is working with other artists. Mm-hmm. That's gonna that's gonna show his versatility. Right. Um, I think. So let's see. With this album, it starts off with um, this feature from Rex Orange County, which is this, uh, this white kid. I believe he's from LA. He's a singer. He's been around for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
what did you what did you think about this intro? I thought it was a, an incredible intro. Um, and like I said, because I had to revisit the album because I kind of missed it. Like this, this is if you if you finish listening to Cherry Bomb and go straight into this, like the growth that like he's had is like incredible. Mm-hmm. Like so, you could tell that like he kind of like all the restrictions that he was putting on himself. Like I felt like before, like he kind of like felt he had to be like super like dark. Mm-hmm. And like menacing, mm-hmm. and then he st- kind of started like like allowing himself to like use as quote unquote as BDC would say happy beats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, I just really <laughs> like the opening of this because it's like you kind of like feel like you're in like a sunflower like field or something like that. Right, the way it opens or something. So. I think, um, and I and I like it a lot too. I like the wordplay on this on this intro a lot because mm-hmm. um, he just kind of it's not like he's saying too much with death. He's just having fun with words, like everything that he's. Um, mm-hmm. Everything that he's saying is in contrast of the sentence before it. How many cars can I buy till I run out of run out of drive? How many drive can I? How much drive can I have until I run out of road? Like every like everything he was saying was lining up with the next sentence. Like it was it was that's, dope. I fuck with that. Yeah, and that's brilliant. That's like lyr- lyricism, and we definitely want to have that conversation. You know what conversation I'm saying? Oh man. Um. So before we get to that, mm-hmm. uh, is there any song on this album? Let me see. You got a feature, his feature from ASAP Rocky, um, Who That Boy. Mm-hmm. We know about their friendship, and mm-hmm. we know we've been wanting a pro. I don't know about a you, full, but I've been I, wanting a full-length yeah. project from these two for a while because their chemistry is amazing. Mm-hmm. Do How did you feel like this fit, this, uh, fit into that mold? This was great. Um, they they complement each other really well. I mm-hmm. definitely think that Tyler outrun Rocky on the, on the song. I think so, too. Um, uh, but I do think that Rocky's confident New York energy, like, is infectious to mm-hmm. to Tyler. I think yeah. that like when when he does that with Tyler, like Tyler, like Tyler, like he he realizes that he's him, and I think Rocky helps bring that out of him. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, and what I really like about when they work together is that it just seems like it comes natural, mm-hmm. and, and they don't really have to reach for shit. Like, their chemistry yeah. is just so dope. Yeah, they um, don't have, like, it's not hard mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, and, like, also in contrast to, just to go back a little bit, in contrast to to Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb was, it was a little scattered to me when it came out. I like the artwork, and I like um, where I saw the potential of it going. But then when I listen to this and I listen to Cherry Bomb, I'm like, yo, this is like miles ahead. Like mm-hmm. he, and I was reading up before we did this uh, project. I was reading up on him talking about um, his goals for going into Flower Boy, like, and what he wanted to tackle, and him even looking back on Cherry Cherry Bomb and saying that that like um, it just didn't get that deep. And that was his that was his purpose of it. He didn't want to get that deep because yeah. he, you know, I feel like a lot of artists kind of struggle with. How much they want to share, and um, because it's so they're so private, and Tyler is private to an extent. But then with this project, he gets into like being in depression. You know, songs like Nine One One, Mister Lonely, or um, or even Pothole or Garden Shed with mm-hmm. Estelle. Um, he talks about his loneliness and depression and coping with that. But making these beautiful records out of it, you got boredom, which is like super surface, because it's like. You could tell he just made this literally off the title. Like, he was just bored. But he made this beautiful record from it. Like, find some time to do something. It's super catchy. But then, you know, you can look into it and see what he means with it. He stepped out of what he was boxed into. Mm-hmm. And I also think that 
he proved the fact that like he is like an ex- like an, an excellent like he understands pop music. So obviously, you know, pop music is a bad word, but he understands like how to make music for the masses. Mm-hmm. So like that's why like on this this project like it's very like hook heavy. It's a lot of melody, mm-hmm. and he easily you know even though he's rapping, he easily could have gave these songs to some of the biggest pop stars. Yeah. He could have. That are out, and, like, it would have still... He could have given it to Harry Styles or Bieber or Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of these songs, and, like... And it would have it would have went off. And I think, also, he didn't stay in that <clears throat> box of being known as, like, the, the emo skateboarder kid from, from Southern California. Yeah. And he pretty much, like, showed us, like, I have, like, emotional intelligence, and I actually can, you know what I'm saying, get to it with certain projects. Yeah. And, I'm really, I'm just really impressed and like really happy that he did that because, um, all right, I'll give you a, a perfect example of a song that like I feel that like, like I ain't got time, mm-hmm. I ain't got time is just like a really really fun song, mm-hmm. and he just understood like all right, repetitive hook, get on here like rap, kids are gonna like this, like adults are gonna hear it, it's gonna be catchy, and that's it. Like I just really like really really like that song because mm-hmm. it's just like it's fun. Yeah. You ever heard him tell the story about that song? No, what's the story? So he actually sent that song to Kanye for Life of Pablo, Mm. and Kanye turned it down. And then he sent it to Nicki to get her to just get a verse on it. Mm -hmm. And he didn't hear anything for like a month or so, and then she turned it down. And then he ended up just putting it on out. Yeah, man. See what I'm saying? Like, these old motherfuckers, Mm -hmm. they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, that shit was a fucking bop. Yeah. I do understand why Kanye turned it down, though, because, like, the feel that he was going on for Life of Pablo, it didn't fit that. Yeah. I can see... Well, I don't know, though, because I would have taken I Ain't Got Time over... Um, uh, what's the what's that shit called? Easy, easy, easy. Oh, well, I, I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. I would have okay. taken that over that. Yeah, that freestyle sure. was just... Okay, I get what you're yeah. saying. I get what you're saying. Okay. Easy jumped up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... So, Pothole, right? Mm-hmm. Jaden Smith is a fucking tryhard, bro. He annoys me. You think so? I just don't want that nigga around. What's wrong with Pothole? I like him on Pothole. I don't like Jaden. I just, I don't, I'm tired of him. You could tell, so you could tell who Jaden idolizes in his music. Yeah. Like, you know, it's obviously Tyler. It's obviously Cuddy. And Tyler it's kind of Cuddy, a blend. And I, and I think Pharrell's in there. Yeah. And it's kind of a blend of those three. And and um, I think he's just coming into his own as an artist, but he is a he is a tryhard a little bit. But I like this song. I think um, is there any other song that you didn't like or any feature you didn't like? Well, I did not like Pothole. I okay. just don't want Jaden on it. Okay. Um, actually, no. I listen to this project and like, I, 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 there's not anything that I don't like on this album. Yo, there's nothing that I, that I just like about this album. But I'm, are you going to tell me what you don't like? No, I was just gonna. Since we're in a level of praising it, I was just gonna talk about Wayne on dropping seeds. Oh, okay. Let's mm-hmm. let's go there because yeah. I love when Tyler raps with his older counterparts. Yeah, um, and I think he understands Wayne in a way that the the newer era doesn't, and he puts Wayne on beats that nobody else does, and and Wayne doesn't sound this authentic with anybody else that he works with. Like and, and mind you, Wayne Wayne still sounds amazing. Like I'm not taking that from him, but I'm saying, when you put Wayne on a song with with uh, with Tyler, you don't know where Tyler's gonna go with the production. It's so unpredictable, and Wayne sounds incredible. There's not an inch 
of fucking... No wasted, no wasted motion. No wasted motion, no auto-tune. He sounds super authentic and crisp on Tyler Production. It's great. Because yeah. Tyler, he's like a, he's an excellent producer. Mm-hmm. And I think that when he's working with somebody like Wayne, he's able to tap in like, oh, this is... What I want to hear, like, this is why I fucked with you when I was a kid. Yes. This is what I want from you. Can yeah. you do that for me, Wayne? And, and Wayne is like, sure. Yeah. And and if you ever watch Tyler interviews, he's such a student that, like, he'll tell you a reference point for an album or a song down to, like, the page in the XXL magazine. Yeah. Which is, like, super, super micro-specific. Like, he, he gets down like that. And I think when he approaches his music... Whatever he's inspired by is down to the year, is down to the minute in a song. He'll tell, he'll break all of that shit down, and it shows. I agree. Yeah, um, I think um, I want to get to that point in my life. Well, yeah, same. I just I wanna yeah I wanna play shit like that up more. Like yeah, because when it comes to like remembering shit, I'll remember shit down to like the page and all of that stuff, and and I'll know I'm full of shit that I just shouldn't even know or care about. And a lot of times, I could still use that to my advantage. Hmm. You know? So, see you again. Mm-hmm. 20, 20, 20, 20, mm-hmm. Like, the way that that shit... Like, because you got to remember, like, that comes from the the song before that. I mean, the, the sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes flows into that, right? And then you got the radio host, like, asking, like, all right, so she's not going to talk. What do you want to hear next? And then it goes into this. Melody-wise, like... What I'm saying is, and I'm going to keep repeating it. I know I've said this multiple times already before, guys. Tyler Creator, like, is light years ahead of niggas when it comes to, like, this production shit yeah. and understanding how to make crossover music. And melody. Yeah. Like, he gets beat, that shit. That beat is insane. Yeah. Like, it's, it's brilliant. Like I said again, like, harmonizing, understanding the music, understanding the hook. Like, he blacked. Like so, that's that's like impressive to me. Like I I really enjoyed that part of it. Mm-hmm. Like listening to it, and I'm just like, damn. Like I wish I was in the studio for some of these sessions. Um. Oh, and also like he did mention before when the song when the album came out back then that he wrote "See You Again" for Zayn, um, the the pop artist, but that he flaked on studio time twice. So he See ended what I'm up saying? It. So it's like I think. He has these ideas, these big grand ideas for other artists, and I think a lot of a lot of writers operate this way when they don't want to be the ones at the forefront of shit. Um, even Earthquake, I think he wrote for. I want to say he sent that to Nikki too. Yo, bro, like a lot of these people don't respect Tyler, and I think that like they're really missing out on certain things, like opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because like when he was younger, he was he was. He was so immature and so over the top and so like extra. I think that he kind of like he hasn't shaken mm-hmm. that stigma yet. That he's just like this immature kid that like mixes a bunch of drugs in a blender and drinks it and makes a yeah. sweatshirt run around in the street and shit like. That. <laughs> they still see him. They still see him as they saw him in twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, and and Lloyd Squad. You gotta understand, like he literally was seventeen years old. Yeah. Like he was legit he's a, kid. a kid. He's he's in his early thirties now, man. Yeah. They better appreciate this fucking greatness. Oh, bro! Like I, I like you know, it, it's just like the age of the internet. Like imagine like if we could have saw the shit that Nas was doing at sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. All while, like you know, what I'm saying he still made Elmatic, but I guarantee you, he was probably like throwing eggs at people, doing all kind of yeah. crazy dumb shit. Like, or even you talk about like, and I not to compare Joey Badass with Nas, but 
Joey Badass making an album like 1999 when he was in his teens. Um, right. And it sounds nothing like a teenager. Right. You know? Exactly. Absolutely not. Um, I just think that, like, it's, it's, it's very troubling to know that, though, like, because you would think that, like, uh, th- you, like, that these artists would be able, like, Zane, he's a fucking dickhead. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, I, I, I have my own thoughts on, like, Zane. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a One Direction fan, so, like, fuck <laughs> But, you know, somebody like Nicki Minaj, you would think that she would be able to, like, see through all that and, like, kind of, like, be able to make something work with mm-hmm. her. I think, and which is crazy because you could turn something like that down and then work with six nine a couple times. That's what I'm saying. Like so, like to me, like that's very like clout chasing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck with him because he's hot right now, or mm-hmm. something like that. But like, you got somebody like Tyler Creator who probably could have like helped change your sound mm-hmm. or like make you like you know more relevant or whatever like that. You are gonna fuck with Takashi six fucking nine? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. good point. That's crazy. Um, but then you got songs on here too, like nine one one, Mister Lonely, which is yeah. oh. I think this is probably one of my this is probably my favorite song on here. It's a toss up between this and shit. That's tough. See you again is up there too. I don't know. And then any any given day I could say boredom. Or I could even go down and enjoy right now today, which is just an instrumental. Mm-hmm. Um because that just shows his range as an artist. I think what he did with that was very much in the vein of um of what Neptunes would do. Yeah. Neptunes would do some shit like he's, that. He's he's a he's a huge student of them and like I said, I just think that like he is light years ahead of niggas. Mm-hmm. And I just think that like a lot of people don't don't aren't don't grasp like what Tyler doing because of his past antics when he was younger. Yeah, I agree. I like, think that's that's like that's the only thing that I could because it's like his music has never sucked. Mm-hmm. Right? So you think about it, like our introduction to him, well, our introduction to most people was Yonkers, right? The Yonkers video, right? And mm-hmm. I'll never forget that because I remember, uh, I think it was at the Woody Awards. Um, he, he won like Best New Artist or something like that at the Woody Awards. Yeah, I think so. Was it and I think that like, you know, um, it was just like, or like he won Best Video or something like that. He won, It was something like that that he won and that's how he got on my radar. And I was like, yo, this is fucking great. So it came from that to then going to, you know, like we see like Loiter Squad or like we like hear certain things like about them. And like you hear the story, like Joe Button always tells the story, like how like he, the reason why elevator. he hates them, <laughs> they were in the elevator and they just kept being like these, like they kept like giggling and making noises and shit. Yeah, and yeah. Like he was just like annoyed. So, and then it's like, you know, like they're from like Southern California, so it's like usually when you hear hear artists from California or from LA, like you think they're like gang members, and yeah. these niggas are not. Like they're skater kids, or chill and reserve, yeah, or yeah. like chill and reserve. Like these are like hyper kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I just think he had he like and it's I don't think it's his fault. Like he was being a normal fucking kid. Yeah, and he's grown out and mellowed out a lot. You still see his humor and you still see his personality in his music though, which is great. I also think like this, like. If I'm a musician, I'm going to take any call Tyler gives me because there's a possibility that a Frank Ocean vocal is coming with that yeah. somehow, some way. For real. Like, I swear to God, I'm, I'm like, yo, you want to know what's sound great on this? Yeah, <laughs> I, would Frank, de- I would definitely pitch Frank, that. A Frank Ocean hook? <laughs> I would definitely pitch He probably look at me crazy. Yeah. But I, I would say it. Shit. Uh, yeah, why not? I don't see why not either. Who? So, okay, let me ask you this. Who is... Is there an artist that you think... Um. 
that's still working or not that you think Tyler should work with as far as producing their album top to bottom? Like, you know how I always say Babyface yeah. should do an album for, for Chris Brown? Yeah, Pusha T. Pusha T for Tyler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tyler for Pusha T, rather. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I really liked when they did work together. Um, they only got one song, right? Yeah. Okay. But I, Trouble I, on Yeah, mind. I really like Trouble on My Mind, but I just genuinely think that um, Tyler just understands artists. And I and because because of the Neptune's connection, I really think that like Tyler would take that upon himself to really give him mm-hmm. some like- To give him um, that one. A, 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 that one. And I really think that he will be able to like lock it in and do it that way. Um, uh Put like push, and that's just the first that comes to mind. Obviously, yeah. there's plenty of other artists that probably he will be able to do really well with. But I think Pusha mm-hmm. T is the most obvious um, that he could like really like do something with. Um, I would love to also hear, and I know like this is a long shot, but I'd love to hear Hov and Tyler. That would be amazing. I mean, we got we heard we got biking, which is probably the closest. Yeah, that's the closest. But yeah. that, but that's what I'm saying though. Like I think that. I think that um, I wish Hov would just do. It. I wish that somebody could convince Hov, like, yo, like this dude got some real good beat, mm-hmm. and like just work with him. Because I think that like Tyler would take that project on, and like we would, we would really see Tyler's like mental rolodex. Mm-hmm. Because I genuinely think that like Tyler really would tap, like it, it would really show us like what he knows. Like, because, you know, Jay-Z's older, so, like, the things he would have to tap into would have to be, like, years before, like, Tyler was even thought of to be born. Yeah. So, I think that he would tap into soul samples. I think that he would, like, try to get, like, different kind of drums, mm-hmm. different kind of sounds, and really bring that to fruition. I think Tyler, I think Tyler and, and most Def would do something Ooh. incredible. Okay. Tyler, you got, I got chills just saying it. Okay. But, I think, yeah, I think Tyler and most would, would go off. Because Tyler, Tyler's such a student, man. And I think it I think it starts though for his greatness that he has to be a fan of them first. He, right. he I don't think he's just working with people just for a check. He has to be he has to be a fan of them. And when he's a fan of them, he's I feel like when he's a fan of anybody, he obsesses over their content. Mm-hmm. So he'll know somebody like Moses' work or Yasin, sorry. He'll know his work and um and he'll dive in and give him something incredible. Mm. I think um, I think him working with Stove God would be dope. He mentioned Stove God before too. He mentioned Stove God as far as like him liking his vocals. And, I just, and I just wish I wish I had a lot of money so I can like book it and be like, yo, like, like yo, this don't even have to come out. Just make this for me so yeah. I can play it in the crib. Yeah, I absolutely. Like, I know I couldn't afford like Hove, but I think I can afford Tyler. And tell him to work. Tell him to work with Push. I think I could afford that album. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the price only going to keep going up. So <laughs> we got to hurry up and get this money. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I could afford to to ask for a Pusha and, and Tyler album. Pusha, but um, Hov and, and Tyler. I don't I don't think that's that's in my um. I don't think I can afford that. I think I would just have to befriend Hov and like yeah. just like kind of gas him. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Okay, so. Is there anything, if you had to nitpick, is there anything you could do without on this album? This is going to be hard because coming down to the rating is really going to be hard for me. Mm. No, but like, all right. Because, all right, so if we, if we, if if I had to, like, so comp- this album compared to, to Igor, right? Mm-hmm. Like Igor, it's just that like he just kept getting better, mm-hmm. and like I don't know how to ju- I mean I don't know how to judge this album. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is kind of a 
it's weird. It's weird. It's hard to judge it. It's I was trying a, to nitpick it. I was listening to it again on my way here. Yeah, I was like, I'm being honest. Like, like, it's not. It's not a bad. It's there's no. It's sequenced really well. Yeah, it flows together really well. Every every song relies on the one before it. Um, I'll say yeah. this. Much, I'll say this much. Um, Flower Boy is a is a really good project, but it's not as memorable as Igor Call Me If You Get Lost. And I know you don't like comparing projects, but like Flower Boy is even though like it's like when you go back and listen to it, you're like, oh man, this album is really good. How did I forget mm-hmm. about this? Mm-hmm. Or how did I miss this? Mm-hmm. Right? But it's not as it's not that memorable. It's not memorable. Okay. For some reason, and I don't but know I think, why. I think it's not memorable because it wasn't on your radar when it came out. I think that would have changed it. If it was on your radar when it came out, then I think you would think about it a lot different. Okay, yeah. maybe so, but like that's how I look at it with my rating because mm-hmm. I have like a a memory of all of his projects, and I'm just like, okay, I could say why, like you know, what I'm saying like I can I can say like why like Goblin isn't a a perfect album, whatever mm-hmm. like that, like, and or I could say like why this album is so good. I can say like why. I really enjoyed Cherry Bomb because I really lived with that project, mm-hmm. and but I could also say like why like like the flaws that Cherry Bomb has, but with this project I I don't this album doesn't have any flaws. It's just that like it is not his best work. Yeah, I guess okay. So I relate to that in this in this standpoint because yeah I enjoy this whole album. Mm-hmm. There's not a there's not a track on here that I don't like, um, but when I think about what comes after. Then, um, because Igor came after this, mm-hmm. and it's even a step up from this, in my yes. opinion. Um, since I know that Igor comes after this, it kind of gives me a rough time with trying to place this album. Exactly, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. But but this album, this album is incredible. I watched the I watched the interview that he did because he has his partnership with um with Converse. Yeah, I watched this. Yeah, I watched this interview he did with Converse. And um, he was talking about how he didn't understand why people didn't like Igor because he, everything, the critique that he got from um, from Flower Boy, he took. And with Igor, he kind of stripped it all and it's kind of just the uh, musicality. And with this, he was kind of, this is a step up from Cherry Bomb. So mm-hmm. it's all just like on an incline level yeah. with his art because he took the critique that he got to make Igor and he stripped it but just made the instrumentation like that much, yeah, that much better. Bro, Earthquake is my shit. Yeah, boy. So I mean, y'all see that vinyl behind me? <laughs> y'all so, fucking know. So like, so I think with with Tyler, I think he takes the crit, he takes criticism, but he doesn't let it determine his outcome. Yeah, you know, which I is agree. great. But um, but with this album, it's crazy because I can call this a flawless album. I could call it a flawless album without giving it a classic rating. I, I think mean, it's still, me and you on the same page. Yeah, it, it's still one of those albums that that that's still gonna. I feel like it's gonna get better with time, and it is getting better with time. This this this, this project was the start of a three project run for him. That is like really good. Like, mm-hmm. like there's a three P. Like because the Grinch soundtrack I don't put in there. Mm-hmm. I I like kind of like remove that. But like this is the start of a three project run that is kind of like noteworthy. Yeah, and 
I gotta ask Thomas. I gotta ask Thomas what he thinks about because I don't. I don't know album. what he thinks about about Tyler. Did he like, listen? Yeah, I was gonna say, did he listen to this album or does he listen to Tyler? Yeah, I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna find out. All right, cool. I'm gonna find out because I like I, I kind of feel like I kind of brainwashed Thomas and he's a little bit more of an old soul now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the youth, so he would know if he does. But yeah. um, all right, but I'm comfortable with giving this album a four and a half. I agree, four and a half out of five. Four walkers. and a half. Okay. Yeah. But um, but if you're listening and, or you're watching, let us know what you think. Leave it in the comments below on YouTube. Um, tag us if you agree with us. If you don't agree with us, let us know. You know, and so don't forget to like, subscribe. I'm First Class Reg, and I'm Torian B, and we're out of here. Catch you guys next time. Dun dun.